Welcome to the Black and Green Podcast, your go-to place to find the latest high-quality, all-natural products created by Black artisans. Hosted by yours truly, Dr. Kristen H., we'll discuss all things health, wellness, self-care, and self-love. We'll feature a refreshing lineup of guests, including entrepreneurs, artisans, holistic lifestylists, clean beauty experts, and a plethora of other innovators within the wellness industry. I hope that you join us for this amazing journey. Welcome back to the Black and Green Podcast. We're so excited to have our next founder here with us. We have Barbara Jock from Jack's Organics. Uh, we cannot wait. She's coming all the way from Florida to talk to us about her journey and her amazing products. So Barbara, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. So one of the things that we love to talk about is the story behind the brand. So can you tell us a little bit of the story behind Jack's Organics? Yes, I'll try to make it short. <laughs> <laughs> so um, six years ago, my husband James and I decided we were going to ha- um, start our family. And um, literally three weeks of us finding out that we were expecting, I found out that I had an ovarian tumor along with a few fibroids. Um, and at the time, I've, I was, I've always been into living a plant-based lifestyle, um, but the doctors really couldn't tell me what the cause of it, what was going on, and the tumor was growing. Um, so much so that I was placed on bed rest at three weeks, right? And um, it just was, I just, with the doctors not being able to tell me what's going on and they're doing these tests, these weekly tests and sending me across town, it just made me a little frustrated because um, I just wanted to know what was going on. Um, the further on that I got in my pregnancy, it just was the same thing. So I just became, I just made a decision to kind of research and learn about what was going on with my body. And um, the more and more I researched, the more and more I learned a lot of what I was eating and a lot of what I was, um, was primarily what I was eating was actually feeding the fibroids. And when I say that was, um, so I, I, I got a new gyno and a new OB and I started learning about the effects like soy and um, chickpea and excessive amount of almond, how those ingredients mimic the estrogen hormone. And it wasn't until I was having a conversation with him and he's like, you know, you're, you're a ball of estrogen and here you are, you're having a little girl. And, you know, when I had the conversation, when it, that's when the light bulb came on that, hey, this estrogen is feeding the fibroids and the tumor that was growing, right? So just were those three things the main, because a lot of women suffer with fibroids. I think this is really good information. Were the main three foods that you were looking at, was it the almonds, the soy, and the, what was the third one? The almond, the soy, and the chickpeas. And the chickpeas, okay. You know, typically when you you first learn about plant-based, you you try to substitute chicken. Or Mm -hmm. at that point in my life, I wasn't eating any chicken. I wasn't eating any turkey or any beef or any processed meat, just meat in general. And so I was just eating a lot of the substitute of, like, the burger patties, which has tofu. Of course, Mm -hmm. soy soy comes from, you know, tofu. And then, um, or soy make this turned into tofu and then I was eating a lot I was drinking a lot of soy milk because I love me some cereal mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the almond milk at the time the almond milk that was the brand it was it had estrogen in it okay. you know um, 
And I believe after I did a little bit more research, I learned a lot more about a lot of, you know, there's certain particular foods that are high in estrogen and high in testosterone. And a lot of what we eat in terms of um, from the Caribbean or just individuals of color are naturally high in estrogen. Mm. So that kind of contributed. But the more and more that I kind of learned about, I was researching and learning about what was going on in my body, I stumbled upon a medical journal talking about the systematic effect certain ingredients had on your overall health. Here I was, I was natural. I was natural for about seven or eight years at the time. I'm, I'm natu- I've been natural for about eight, 17, 18 years. And um, I, when it came to my hair and my puff and my curls, it was it had to be naturally USD. I learned about learning to read certain ingredients and avoiding certain ingredients for the sake of my preserving my curl or preserving um, making sure my hair wasn't dry. But it did, I didn't make the connection when it came to my skincare products. And I was I tell people I'm a recovered beauty product junkie. When I still love me some beauty products, <laughs> but um, you know it didn't it didn't make it, I didn't make the connection. To, to when I was in the mall buying Estee Lauder or MAC as a foundation, that what was in those products that I love and that mm-hmm. mascara, that it was also, um, it had a systematic effect and it was either, you know, make it was making me sick or it could have made me sick, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's when I said, you know what, this, maybe I, sh- I need to stop what I'm doing in yes. terms of for the sake of looking cute and really evaluate what I'm, what I'm putting in my body and what I'm putting on my skin. Right. And that's where it kind of started. And then, of course, me being pregnant, I also made the connection when it came to baby products. And then I started learning, I started reading a lot of the baby, um, the ingredients on baby care products. And that's what also kind of the light bulb came on. And I'm like, I don't want to use this on my on my unborn child. I don't want to use this on myself at all. Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on here? And so that's what kind of put that seed in the soil planted. That's when I planted that seed to say, hmm. At the time, I was like a year and a half out from graduating from college, and um, I kind of had like a bit of a side hustle where I sold hair products and did hair. I made my own little shea butter mixture because mm-hmm. people see me on campus and say, oh my gosh, your puff is so cute. And at the time, I actually had locks, and people were like, oh my gosh, your locks are so pretty. What are you using in your hair? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So my husband at the time, he was like, well, you make your own hair products anyway. Are you using, you know, you're selling this. Why don't you make your own bath products? And I was like, you know what? That is not a bad idea. And so that's when the little bug, my little formulation bug kind of grew, you know? And I started learning about um, sourcing and tr- trying to figure out um, the the science between formulate, writing, creating formulations for bath products and, and, and body products and, and skincare products. And it kind of evolved from there. Eventually, of course, um, during surgery, I kind of delivered my daughter. I had a C-section, which was removed. But at the time, I didn't. That was also the birth of Jacks, Jacks mm. Organics. You know, that's kind of um, where it all started, and it was a snowball effect. Oh, that's really awesome. I think that this idea of natural hair being a transition into this healthier lifestyle is a common story that we hear from a lot of our listeners is that they it started off where I was using a relaxer I stopped the relaxer and I realized I didn't know how to take care of my hair and I start reading the blogs and the YouTube videos and you start learning about the effects of sulfates and these other chemicals that you're trying to avoid and then it just kind of goes into like well why am I putting this on my skin my you know my skin's my largest organ and then it's like why am I spraying this on my counters 
is. And it kind of just grows from there. And I mean, that's really the genesis of black and green is giving people options to have healthy products that aren't contributing to their um contributing to them being unhealthy but Mm -hmm. you can also support black owned businesses that are in this space at the same time so i think that's wonderful how your story mirrors exactly why we created black and green yes it just you know the whole natural product when i went natural was 2000 and it was kind of i thought it was beautiful when i would see women walking around with their beautiful crowns and their curls i thought it was i thought it was a beautiful thing you know and then like you said for the sake of trying to learn about taking care of your hair at the time it was the only thing we had were natural hair forums right yes yes was not even an option oh my gosh that's true because this that this movement is rather new yes Uh it's pretty it's very new it's a it's a beautifully new right right um but you would you would have these little these chat room groups or you would hear you would read these long threads about what ingredients to use, what ingredients not to use. The list, I remember naturial.com had a, a, a list of 10 products to avoid. And I kind of, I printed it out and I was walking around trying to. <laughs> right, right, right. And I was like, for my, I, I, I wanted to, 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 to own my crown. I fell in love with my hair and I started learning the value of loving myself, you know, without having processed hair. And it's, you know, it's an amazing thing how, learning those basic those basic things kind of evolved into me kind of learning okay understanding the the connection between the ingredients to avoid when it came to hair to then skin makeup and then home like you said the home the home cleaning products mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yes yes that's mm-hmm. awesome i think um you mentioned this idea of self-love, right? And uh, when people ask me, like, what's the soul of our company? It really comes down to this idea of self-love and self-care. How, what does self-love mean to you? What does self-care mean to you? Um, and like, how have you implemented different strategies in your life to make sure that you're constantly, you know, loving up on yourself? Yes, this 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 idea of self-love and I'm going to start with self-love because actually it's 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 something that I'm actually still working on, you know, where I'm having to remember to schedule time for myself. But the, you know, self-love to me, it's all about loving on myself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And honoring everything that I do, the, the, the my imperfections as well as what makes me kind of quirky, goofy Barbara, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and, and I had to learn from someone to just take a moment to to love on my heart, you know, love on, say, it's okay, Barbara. Mm. Thank you for, thank you for everything that you do and everything that you don't do. Thank and love on my, on my voice, you know, the power that my voice has, whether people hear it or not, or the little advice that I give to people that I encounter on a regular basis and to my girlfriends, but also, you know, and also my third eye and my, and my brain and appreciating everything that I, that I bring to the table, you know, stuff, that's what self, like self-love is for me. In terms of self-care, um, as a small business owner, um, as a family-owned business, it's me and my husband and I have my little one, juggling all of that is, is a task in itself. You know, I have to remember to, to not just schedule out time for my family, but also time for myself where I have to unplug. Yes. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm the type because I grew up in a house full of siblings. I'm one of six, right? Mm-hmm. And I've never had my own space, but it wasn't until I moved away from college that I was like, yes, I got my own little quality time to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to rediscover that part of me um, when you have when you're, because I've always, you know, as a mom and a wife, you're always giving, yes. you're giving to the business, you're giving to your husband, you're giving to your family. But I lost that, you know, that me time. And I love to sit quietly without the TV on and not hear my voice. I remember I had my own apartment. I would do it for days at a time. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And those are the things that make me whole. Just being able to sit and either just meditate, do yoga, Either I go get a massage, the power, you know, I, I had to rediscover the power of touch, yes. massage, you yes. know, where it's not just about um, just sitting there with smelling some beautiful essential oils, but just being in a peaceful room where, right. you know, those hands are loving, you know, yes. you know and, and it's restorative. Yes. It's this idea uh, of non-sexual touch being yes. so important. Yes. And um, we've lost it a lot in our society. I think even yeah. with yoga. I remember I would be like trying to will all the power in the universe for the teacher to come correct me because I just <laughs> wanted that that extra touch, you know. So I think that yes. it's really important to figure out what that means um, to you and figure out ways to get it. <laughs> yes, I think because I'm as where I'm at in my life, I'm always talking. I'm always telling my daughter, "Don't do this or do this. Come here." And same thing with my husband. He knows when I wake up and I don't want to talk, I'm texting you. I don't care if you're sitting next to me or write it down on a paper. I just need that. I just need, I need to be still. And sometimes life does not allow you to be still, but I need that stillness and that quietness. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where for me, it's restorative. It's healing. You know, the yoga thing where I've been practicing yoga on and off, on and off since I was 18. Mm -hmm. Um, and just being able to, to the point where now my daughter crazy, like, mommy, I need yoga today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Turn off TV. Can we light an incense and just sit? And she will ask me, can we sit and meditate? You know, oh, where that's so beautiful it is. And you know, it's, it's, it's about being, you know, being consistent. But for me with my yoga practice is about being whole, you know, um, where if I'm doing it by myself or that one of like James, my husband or Dominique joins me, but it's about, you know, finding my happy place and not um, and not succumbing to the, to, to the chaotic craziness yes. that, you know, everyday emails, running around, picking up this, doing errands and responding to customer complaints or, you know, business, businessing. It's about just being me. And I had to realize somebody reminded me because, you know, it's not like. We don't know this. We hear it. We know it. But sometimes you need to be reminded that, you know, it's okay for you to to take time for yourself mm. because you can't give if you're not whole. Thanks to our artisan for joining us. And now to our moment of meditation with Dr. Crystal Jones. So whether you're listening to this podcast as you're walking down the street or in your car, in your home, or in your bed, just want you to find a comfortable position where you can relax and take focus on what's happening right now. And as we do this, I want you to focus on your breath. 
focusing on the fact that your answers are always in your breath. Feeling your breath, not judging it, but experiencing what it feels like. If you're able to, you can close your eyes. If not, just keep your focus. Notice where your breath is racing through. Where are you trying to meet so many deadlines in life? Notice where your breath is moving in the same cycle or feeling stuck. Where are you in destructive cycles in life? Where are you not changing the script, but only changing the characters in the play? Just take a moment and notice what your breath feels like and how it relates to your life. Deep breath in. And as you exhale, let everything go that's not serving you. Reminding yourself that you can keep anything that you want to keep. You can let go of anything you want to let go of. But honoring your truth in this breath. As you're breathing in, you're creating. As you're breathing out, you're creating space for what it is that you desire. Little by little, letting go of what's not serving you and honoring the spaces that ask you to hold on at this moment, taking your time and being present. Continue in this breath until you feel like you've let go of everything that's standing in the way of creating what you desire. And as you feel like you've let everything go, bring the awareness back into your body. I hope that you enjoyed the meditation with Dr. Crystal. Sometimes we all need a reminder to just stop and take a break, stop and clear our minds, stop and be present but now we're going to hop back into the conversation with our artisan i hear women talk about you know um giving and the balance between giving and whether it's supporting children or a spouse or a job or a, a business it's always this um action of giving and a mm-hmm. lot of times when people talk about self-care it's sort of they talk about this idea of like what you were talking about is like pouring back into myself so that i can still give and i'm like or just pour back into you so you can be poured back into it's like even in the conversation around trying to have self-care it's still rooted in this essence of so I can give to others you know Mm -hmm. and so I think it's really interesting that we have to get to the point where self-care getting a moment alone and understanding what that means for you is second nature and not and something and and not selfish you know Mm self-care doesn't have to be selfish and I think that a lot of us were taught that it was and so I do think it's like a relearning process so tell me how that Jack's Organics can be a part of your self-care routine. I always say that the bathroom seems to be like the best place to start your self-care routine. There's just so Mm -hmm. many fabulous things that can happen in the bathroom. So can you talk us through how the products can be a part of that routine? 
You know, my favorite part of the the house is the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I'm alone, my kitchen. door is closed, like, mm it's my time. <laughs> I, I love my bathroom. It has to be pretty. It has to smell good. Like, you know, I, and then, you know, as, 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 as women of color, where we tend to always be, especially if your hair is natural, where you're mm-hmm. always doing your hair, that is, that is my little sanctuary. Yes. You know, when it comes to what well, the, the collection was created um, for one to kind of help you um, like the whole idea of the collection. I kind of created this new collection so that you would be able to use it with whatever other products you have in your routine. Right. But, you know, our rosemary and lime cleanser, which is the first thing that you would do when you when you wake up in the morning is wash your face. So our rosemary and lime cleanser um it, it, it's formulated in a way where it kind of wakes you up, right? The lime is very citrusy and refreshing and cooling. The rosemary, um, to kind of give you that herbal twist, but then the roses that we have in that, that are essential oil blend is kind of that floral, feminine, kind of, mm, I feel beautiful kind of right, scent, right? right? Um, but I, what I what I what I what I do want to say about this collection is it's all about I want to say loving yourself mm-hmm. because you know when you take care of yourself like we were t- going back to what we were talking about when you wash your face and you and you and you use a toner to kind of help remove whatever was left off of your face mm-hmm. and then you use the the moisturizer to kind of feed your skin it's it's kind of like metaphorically like you're getting ready for the day to take yes. on the day like you're putting like you're 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 guarding yourself you're you're you're, you're prepping your skin with the moisturizer to protect you from whatever elements it is outside or the bad spirits girl the evil spirits yeah right? yes. put your armor on <laughs> yes put the armor on so it's kind of like um like in order for you to kind of take on the day to give to give to give your i feel like your morning routine particularly what you use to cleanse your skin whatever you use to kind of feed your skin like the moisturizer whether you're using a serum or even kind of a mask for the day to get you ready is is you filling your cup to take on the rest of the day mm-hmm. you know to to be ready to give because whether you're walking in and you have a meeting you got to give you got you got to be ready to be on mm-hmm. you know whether you're you're at a school and you're 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 teaching kids. You're 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 giving. You're giving your time. You're giving your you're giving your love because you wouldn't be there if you didn't love it, right? Right. Yeah. Um, the same thing. And then when you come back home, it's the same thing. Now you're taking it all off to take care of yourself to fill your cup back up again to to kind of love on yourself because you know when you're putting on your little moisturizer, your body butter, that thick cream, you you have to massage it into your skin so you're loving on yourself as you're doing it. For me, as part of that self love routine. Every every step in that routine, whether you're from the cleanser, the toner, you're treating your skin, you're moisturizing your skin, and then at the end of the day, you do your weekly your weekly um, face mask where you're unclogging and you're taking off whatever kind of heavy armor that your everyday soap bar didn't kind of remove. So you're you're moving it off with a scrub. So that's what that's how I feel like this new collection is incorporated or is connected with the self care and the self love. Oh, that's wonderful. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that that is a really thoughtful way of developing your your products. Can, and I know that it's not only thoughtful in kind of how you use it, but also the ingredients in which uh, you sourced and when you were formulating it. So you mm-hmm. can talk to us a little bit about the ingredients you chose to use and why and the ingredients you avoided and why. Yes. Yeah, so 
um, the ingredient selection has to play on or has to, uh, the, I should say the inspiration comes from my Caribbean background, right? So both my parents are from the Caribbean of Island of Haiti. And I was born and raised here in Miami, South Florida, and I wanted to um, basically stay true to the ingredients that I know and kind of grew up on. Um, so, so for like the hibiscus toner, which is like my new favorite um, toner, my aunt has a hibiscus tree growing in her front yard. And when I would go see her, um, she would make a hibiscus tea for me, you know? Um, and so that kind of was the base of it. So we have hibiscus and mint and we have roses in it. I just love roses. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and it kind of, being here in South Florida where it's constantly humid and hot, it's beautiful, but the toner also doubles as a face refresher or makeup refresher. Right. So you can carry it around in your purse. If you you want to refresh your makeup or you just want to spritz yourself, that refreshing hibiscus floral scent and the mint adds to that and kind of complements and, you know, and, and it kind of like your midday pick me up, you know, kind mm-hmm. of thing, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of thing. And then comes our, 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 our moisturizer. So I wanted to kind of play on coconut. And the, in the Caribbean, we eat a lot of roots, especially during the winter time, because it's kind of that time, um, the fall and the winter time where it's seasonal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I love yuca. I love yuca fries. I love yuca boiled. I love yuca baked. I love. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's really, it's a really, it's really, it's 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 filled with minerals and and vitamins that kind of feed your skin, but also it's really good for cleansing out your, your, your tummy, right? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to add that in along with the coconut because we drink a lot of coconut. I have a couple coconut trees surrounded by my house mm-hmm. where we just, every so often we'll just go get a coconut and drink some fresh coconut water. So I wanted to play on the fresh ingredients that we, the fresh tropical ingredients that, I, that we kind of have locally that I can source that wouldn't be a problem in, in terms of um, finding on a, on a yearly base. Um, but the, you know, the, the, the moisturizer, we wanted something that was kind of refreshing, that wasn't heavy on your skin. Um, so that it was like a cool tropical feeling in the middle of winter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's truly is plant-based products. And so mm-hmm. it's almost like I, um, I say this sometimes with eating, like a lot of times people focus on what they shouldn't eat and I'll, I'll take this out and I'll take this out and I'll take this out. And, but you don't put enough emphasis on, okay, well, what do you actually put in? Mm-hmm. And so I like this idea that yes, there's certain chemicals that we're avoiding, but there's this amazing plant-based foods that we're including that can feed and nourish your skin. So I think that that's yeah. really important. On our site, we have a list of ingredients that we we definitely avoid that you will not, not find in our, our collection. Mm-hmm. Everything from talc to um, felt, girl, I cannot even pronounce some of these ingredients. But and that's the um, problem. If you can't pronounce it, don't eat it and don't put it on your face. Exactly. Some of the ingredients I can't even pronounce. Um, but silicone, sulfates, just to name some of the like the common ones. But there's a list of 30 ingredients. We call it the dirty 30 that we have. Um, we, 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 you will not find in our ingredients, but what I, with, with our collection is, you know, I do want to let people know that the word preservative is not as bad as everybody says it is, you know, mm. um, there's a reason why preservatives are needed in our collect and in, in skin and certain products because you need to preserve it point blank period. Right. Um, so with our collection, with our, with our, with our skincare, we do use preservatives, but we use plant-based preservatives. Okay. 
you know, to make sure that even though it's natural and organic, it's still safe. So if, for example, there are times where you have a moisturizer and it's sitting on your dresser for six, seven, eight months. What about the air that you're that, that's going in there? What about what if you leave it in the bathroom, which most people do, where moisture might get in that container, or you know, a, a body butter that were or a body scrub that's sitting on the shower, sitting on the shower, or sitting in the shower, as I should say, where there's water getting in there, you can contaminate, especially if your hands are dirty or you have soap, you're putting it in there. So you want to make sure that you properly preserve the the products that you're using. And to do that, you need preservatives. But, you know, there are alternative preservatives that are available so that you can safely um, use green products and organic products or natural products where it's not harmful. You know, try and avoid it. But there are also um, there are also things that you have to consider when you're making or utilizing natural products that they have the right preservative, preservative and that it does have preservatives when it's needed. That's you know. Awesome. I mean, that's a really good point. Um, is, is, and I think a lot of that is just education on ingredients and knowing what ingredients are harmful, why they're harmful, um, and start to look out for them. So I think that understanding the difference between a chemical-based preservative and a plant-based preservative is a really interesting point. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I noticed when I was on your website is that you have your picture on there. And there mm-hmm. are a lot of... Uh, black-owned businesses that don't put their picture on their website. Can you tell me about the genesis of your picture being on your website? Yes. So it wasn't until, um, it was actually about maybe four or five years ago when I first started out. And um, one of my girlfriends, I call her, I call her my mentor, um, but Nicole Milton from, uh, she was actually at the time the Essence um, Beauty Editor, online beauty editor at um, Essence. And she was, talking to me about growing my brand, right? And at the time, and also um, embracing my story, because at the time I really wasn't ready to embrace my story. So I didn't, uh, be, that tied along with, I, 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 I didn't have my picture on there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for, for two reasons, for sharing my story, but also questioning whether or not I wanted to, people to know I was a black brand, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it wasn't until talking to her where she made me realize that that was what made me different. You know, me being a black, a young black woman, a young black mom with an, a, with a, a, a story that so many women would be able to relate to is what made me different from X, Y, and Z. Right. You know, and as opposed to seeing it as, you know, oh my gosh, here's another black brand or, oh my gosh, that's a black brand. Um, it was what made me uniquely different and what made Barbara or Jack's Organic special, you know? Um, and as a, as, um, um, as, a, as a black brand in the green industry, it has been hard. I'm not gonna say it hasn't, but that's what kind of um, make a lot of my customers a- are able to relate to me, you know? Um, whether it is a woman of color or not a woman of color, um, they see it as, um, how do I say, I, th- I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I mean, I think it's right. It's you, it, it makes you different, right? Yeah, it's this, it's this idea different. of like being authentic and being mm-hmm. yourself and being confident and comfortable in your skin. And then that resonates with people that they, mm-hmm. your authenticity resonates back and forth. And I just think it's really important 
that when you made that decision to put your picture on your brand, put your picture on your website, say it was a black owned brand, did you see sales drop? Like what was kind of the response from the market to that? I don't, I didn't see any sales drop. I didn't see any sales drop. I think when, I think when, you know, it's a choice to put your picture up there or not to put your picture up there. But for me being a skincare collect brand, I think now what, since our picture's been up there for the last, what, four and a half years, almost five years, I've actually seen an increase in sales, especially with this whole black by black movement. Right. Right. <laughs> because they, we want to support each other, you know, and I don't, I don't remember seeing, um, it, and it's, I felt, I also think it's, it's, there's a component of education, mm, mm-hmm. no, because we do, we do age differently when it comes to skin, yes. um, in terms of women of color. I thought you know, black didn't uh, crack. We don't need skincare. <laughs> oh, um, black crack. <laughs> don't even twist it. I've seen some crack black. You know? <laughs> We do, we do cry. We do age differently. Like we do age. We, it's not that we don't age. We age differently. You know, mm-hmm. with white women, they have, um, the crow's feet and the wrinkles come on very, very early on, but we, we don't, we don't age that way. You know, we tend to have hyperpigmentation or the aging tends to happen at a, at a later age. I mean, at the aging, but the wrinkles come, we have more fine lines. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that you're not supposed to moisturize or use sunscreen. Exactly. You know? Right. Um, and when women see me, they say, oh my gosh, you're a woman of color. Maybe you can help me with this, you know? Right. Um, or you're a black owned business. How did you do this? Let me support you. Right. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. So it's a matter of, um, I think embracing it, but you know, also utilizing that to, to make sales, right. mm-hmm. <laughs> but to let people know that, Hey, I look like you. And if I can do this, you can do this too. You know, yeah. I think it's also very inspirational for people who don't, who may not be comfortable sharing or people who may have an idea and they're not, they're like, Oh, and I get that a lot where people are like, you did this all by yourself. Right. Well, that, you know, then I can do that. And you're black owned and you've, you've been able to overcome these hurdles or these obstacles. How did you do that? You know? It's a, it's a conversation starter. I think that's awesome because it's, it's, I mean, you've just given five reasons, maybe even more than that, of why um, people should say that they're a Black-owned business. It helps your customers relate to you, um, particularly a segment of the population that has been left out of the beauty industry for so long that they don't have as many options for products that were made specifically for them. It's mm-hmm. motivation and encouraging for other uh, entrepreneurs who want to start and feel like they couldn't and, you know, kind of thanks to your boldness, it inspires them that they can also um, do it. And then, you know, you're your, your own best billboard. So, I mean, having your face on the website and your skin looking all nice and clear and radiant, it's like, oh, these products must really work. And so I think it's uh-huh. like a testament uh, to what you're doing. So, you know, I, I appreciate that you um, have developed a brand where you are authentic and you're comfortable kind of, of being the face of the brand in some ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So it was so great learning about Jack's Organics and the amazing products that you guys um, have. We have your products on the black and green platform. So please get onto the website, go check those out and see um, what amazing products we're featuring. Thank you so much for uh, joining us and um, we will definitely try to talk to you again in the future. Thanks for being a part of our journey and listening to the Black and Green Podcast. Tune in next week when we feature another Black woman artisan who creates all-natural products. You can buy products to support our artisans at blkgrn.com and check us out on all social media at blk and grn. Make sure you like and share our podcast with your friends. Until next time, buy Black and live green.